Disney Deciphered, a podcast helping you save money, time, and stress as you plan your Disney vacation. On today's episode, we talk about our favorite value resort, Pop Century. Find old episodes of this podcast at DisneyDeciphered.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you find podcasts, and we'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a positive review. We're also on YouTube now, so if you can check us out on YouTube.com slash at Disney Deciphered and give us a like and subscribe, that'd be awesome as well. If you'd like to support the podcast, check us out at Patreon.com slash Disney Deciphered, where you'll receive bonus content. You can also support the podcast at no cost to you by using me as your travel agent. Get started by emailing josephchung at travelmation.net. If you have any questions for us, email us DisneyDeciphered at gmail.com, tweet at us at www.deciphered on Twitter, or find us on Facebook and Instagram, Disney Deciphered. Thanks, and enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Joe from As the Joe Flies. And I'm Leslie from Trips with Tykes. And welcome back to Disney Deciphered. So on today's episode, uh, we wanted to look at a resort that we thought we had covered, and maybe we did, but if I couldn't find it, that means you, the listener, can't find it either. And it is an important resort to cover. Uh, probably the most popular, I do remember in our episode where we talked about our favorite value, moderate, and deluxe resorts, we did name Pop Century as our favorite value resort. So today we're going to talk to you about what you need to know about Pop Century if you're considering staying there. Since I did just mention that, uh, in case you know you are new to Disney or new to this podcast, Leslie, can you give us a quick reminder? What does value, moderate, and deluxe mean when you're talking about Disney resorts? So really quickly, Disney has essentially three levels of resorts. Deluxe are the fanciest and the most expensive. In the middle are the moderates. And then um, the sort of motel style, most basic of hotels are the values at Walt Disney World. That's right. And, you know, the prices go accordingly. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about price of Pop Century, at least as of recording in June of 2023 later. One thing to note is I would say that moderate and value resorts are typically closer in price and with deluxe there's a bigger jump but if you're looking for the most economical but best benefits resort on property uh, pop century might be the one to go with so let's talk about pop century um leslie why don't you since you looked all this stuff up talk a little bit about the history of the resort and what you can expect from the theming and what it looks like Okay, so history-wise, Pop Century was the fourth value resort founded at Walt Disney World. It opened December 14th, 2003. As you can probably tell by the date, this was in the wake of the September 11th attacks, which changed a lot of things at Walt Disney World and ultimately shaped the trajectory of this resort. Um, like all the value resorts, it's a motel-style setup um, where you enter your rooms from an outdoor hallway, but it's giant. It's 2880 rooms in 10 separate buildings. There's one central building that has the lobby called the Classic Hall, but this resort was supposed to be bigger than this. That's what's crazy. It was supposed to be double this. The resort that we now know as Art of Animation right across the bridge there was supposed to be part of Pop Century, and they were going to truly cover the entire century with these resorts, but because of everything that happened in the wake of September 11th, Art of Animation went a different direction and, and got its own theme but they're still sort of sister resorts in terms of how they're set up. So, Joe, why don't you um, sort of dive into um, the location and the theming and give a little more um, background on sort of how this resort came to be and what it is. 
Yeah, so Disney says experience the unforgettable fads of the 1950s through the 1990s all over again. From yo-yos, Play-Doh, Rubik's Cube, rollerblades, this resort hotel salutes the timeless fashions, catchphrases, toys, and dances that captivated the world through the decades. You know, the funny thing about this opening in 2003 was, you know, those decades, like, weren't a thing. Like, in 2003, no one thought of the 90s as, like, a decade, you know, because we had just come out of the 90s. I mean, I don't know. Gen Xers here. You know, we grew up in the 90s, so that didn't seem like the past to us. But 50s, 60s, you'll see this theming in all of the every single one. You know, each wing of the resort is labeled after a decade, the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, the 80s. And, you know, it's really with the 80s where things start feeling like nostalgic for me. Although, Leslie, I'm sure you've seen the things where it's like, uh, you know, we're like when we were when we were 20 watergate was closer than i don't know something something was you know you, you've seen those things basically those your old things but yeah pop century's theming it's actually a lot of fun and there's a lot of nostalgia there you know giant rubik's cube stuff like that um or as part of the stairwells um so yeah it's a lot of fun theming and that kind of um masks or i don't know i don't want to say masks but like that makes you forget that you're in a motel style hotel like you have to walk outside to get to your room you're getting in from the outside the moderates are like this as well but then when you get inside it's very bare bones um they have recently refurbished the rooms but it's still very bare bones inside um and it's not like you know the nicest you know it's not even well i don't like carpet but it's not it's not carpet on the ground but it's not hardwood either it's like this kind of weird floor laminate thing. yes yes <laughs> thank you so um while the theming is nice and that does um i don't want to say put lipstick on a pig that's too uh, it's a nice hotel it's a nice resort but really the reason why you're staying at pop century uh the benefits that you get is it's one of the valley resorts with the best transportation situation so leslie why don't we talk about the transportation you have to the parks because when you're staying on site it's all about staying in that bubble and the convenience Exactly. And Pop Century is now one of the resorts on the new Disney Skyliner. So that's how you're getting to Hollywood Studios and to Epcot. You have to go and change at, of course, Caribbean Beach, which is the main central station. But the line goes all the way to the Skyliner station, which is actually on that bridge that connects Art of Animation and Pop Century. So it's a shared Skyliner station. So it's kind of the it's the furthest one out on the Skyliner, but it's still on the Skyliner. So that has really sort of changed the value proposition for this resort. Interestingly, this was the value that I stayed at the most, um, even prior to the Skyliner. I think it sort of is in a little bit of a different spot um, than the All-Stars. I mean, the All-Stars are the cheapest of the cheap, and that's where you're going to get your big sports groups and cheerleading competitions and things like that. They're staying there. Pop Century is just a teeny bit more um, pricey. And so I think as a result, result, it sort of has a little bit of a different feel. I mean, that's not to say that you won't get the big groups staying there, but it's always been in a class a little bit of its own. And then now adding in the Skyliner for transportation really does change the value that you get out of it. I mean, you do still, of course, have to take buses to Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom and the resort still is a little bit farther away than where some of the deluxes and the moderates are located in terms of just drive time and things like that. But ultimately that Skyliner connection is gold in my opinion. What about you, Joe? Yeah, definitely agree. Um, I was worried when the Skyliner first opened that, you know, the lines for the Skyliner were going to be crazy and it's like you're waiting in a line 
to get to the park in the morning, et cetera, et cetera. But it really has not borne out. Yes, you will see physically long lines to get from Pop Century to the parks in the morning, but it actually moves pretty quickly. The only time when the Skyliner is an actual issue, and I found that you have to really wait significant amounts of time, and by significant, I mean like more than like 10, 15 minutes, is at the end of the night um, when Epcot closes, like after, well, not harmonious, but you know, after the Epcot's nighttime show is over, the line for the Skyliner is pretty crazy. Even Hollywood Studios, yes, it backs up a little at the end of the night after Fantasmic and stuff like that, but it's not as... Um, crowded as it is like at Epcot. Sometimes that line runs all the way to like the beach club. Um, it's pretty crazy. The addition of the Skyliner really has made pop century, the go-to value um, resort for a lot of people. And it also was the first value resort that received renovations to the room. So can you talk a little bit about that, Leslie? Yes. Yes. This was huge for me. Cause as we know, I'm always complaining about hotels that purport to cater to families that then put them in two double beds. So in 2017, Disney began renovating all of its value resorts and changing the room layouts, which used to be two double beds, which always made me stay away from them with my family. And now what they've done is they've put in a queen bed and then a queen Murphy bed. So that's sort of the the bulk of the room types that you'll find at Pop Century. You have uh, rooms that sleep four. I mean, unlike, of course, the moderates and the deluxes, which sometimes have an extra trundle bed that make these rooms sleep five. These are, these are four max rooms. So if you're a bigger family than that, like Joe's, then you need to get two rooms at Pop Century. But, but you at least can comfortably sleep four now in the standard rooms. There are some rooms at Pop Century that are just king only. So if you'd rather not sort of have the two, the two queen beds, if you're just traveling as a couple or a single, you can get just the kings, which do give you a little more space around the beds. The, the bathrooms at Pop Century, like all of the values, are, are small. Like you're just going to have the one sink. You're going to have a small room that has a toilet and a shower or a tub. So, you know, it's going to be very basic and straightforward, but they have put in like a little bit more shelving and, you know, have a hanging bar instead of like a closet that closes. Most importantly for me, my other pet babe, (laughs) there's now a sliding door that closes off the sink area from the room. So it used to be a curtain at all of the values and now it's a sliding door and that's game changing, I think, for a lot of families who need to block that noise and light uh, to be able to use the bathroom more fully. So that's sort of the setup um, in terms of the rooms. There's also a mini fridge and a little coffee maker of some sort. So you have all of the basic things that you need and the room does look kind of bright and fresh in in sort of the Ikea design style, right? Very, you know, it's cute, yeah. but it's, it's cheap in terms of the, a, the fit and finish. That's a great call with Ikea. It, it has very much, you know, sharp lines, that, that kind of thing. It feels, yeah, maybe they got their uh, design from Sweden. Also, uh, Leslie, I hope that Disney gave you uh, royalties for, you know, the planning because they obviously consulted on you and put in every single thing in that refurbishment that you would like. I will also speak that like as a solo traveler, I like to stay at Pop Century. Like if I'm there, like um, when I stayed for marathon weekend a couple years ago i stayed at pop century and having that table 
you know, that pulls down into the second queen bed. That's very useful when you're like a solo traveler because I didn't need to pull down that second bed. I had a table where I could work at. I could put my stuff. Um, you know, that's where I set up all my stuff the night before the half marathon so that I was ready to go. And it was a good staging area. And so that flexibility of the room and the room space is uh, very good. And the other thing that they updated in 2017, although I guess maybe they're getting outdated now, is they put in USB ports that you can charge stuff with. Of course, now everything is going to USB-C, so um, they're going to have to re-re-update that, but that is um, very useful as well and convenient. Let's stop here and talk a little bit about the price. Um, in general, Like I would say for Pop Century, you'd expect to pay an extra $20 to $30 more than whatever the All-Stars are going for at any given time. On average, I think of this as like a $175 to $225 per night resort um, before taxes. That's the rack rates. But with the um, various sales that Disney has been having um, for the summer uh, through September, I'm expecting to see more sales in the fall. Again, you can get some pretty good rates. You know, I looked for next week as we're recording in June 2023. Pop is 160 if you have a Disney Visa, um, which you can have the debit card version of it, so you don't even need to apply for a credit card as long as you have a Chase um, bank account. That's 160 per night before tax, and in August it's like 144 per night before tax. So it's a really great. Uh, deal as far as Disney deals go, especially because we've said this a few times, but if you look at the resorts, um, you know, at the, at least the three, four star resorts that are offsite, you are going to end up paying around $150, especially after you factor in like resort fees and things like that. Like even at the Wyndham uh, Lake Buena Vista, like the one near Disney Springs or something like that, um, you're about paying about the same and you have to worry about paying for parking, which you don't have to do at Disney resorts now. So definitely worth checking out. Um, because you do get some benefits from staying on site. Um, let's talk about those perks before we get to the rest of the resort, just because uh, it fits in here. You know, what perks do you get for being on site? Um, and, you know, kind of what are those worth compared to offsite? Sure. I mean, of course, you're sort of in the Disney bubble, and that's a perk that can't really be quantified or explained. But the biggest actual perk is early entry um, into all of the theme parks, 30 minutes early each morning. That's just huge in terms of getting a jump on the crowds, if you can get yourself up and out early. And then, of course, you also get paid lightning lane booking privileges at 7 a.m. That's the other big on-property perk. So, you know, people are paying big bucks three and four and five times a night. Um, the price of, of Pop Century staying at some of these deluxe resorts and you get those same things. So, I mean, that to me is, I would always say in a Pop Century versus an off-property at this point, at least with my family of four, if it's just the four of us traveling, because having that Disney bubble, having those couple of extra perks to to make your strategy work for the day, and then having the Skyliner, that's awesome. Yeah, I definitely agree. So let's talk about your food options uh, if you're at the resort. So they just have a food court. Uh, I think the name is the Everything Pop Food Court. And there's like four or five different stations where you can order. You can just get the typical fare that you would expect, burgers, pizza, chicken fingers, 
salads. Um, there's a pool bar as well. I found when I've been staying at Pop Century, a lot of times I'll just do mobile order and then I'll just pick up the food so that it's ready. Um, but you can also wait for it. Um, I also, you know, there's a lot of tables outside and well, I guess the last time I stayed there was in January. So it wasn't like a hundred degrees out. So I would just mobile order to go, um, grab my food and then we'll sit at a table outside and enjoy, um, just the nice weather. So not like the most exciting food options, but definitely, um, economical and you can get what you need, um, to feed your family, um, without much trouble. What about the pools, Leslie? What are we looking at here? All right, so the big main pool, which is right behind the lobby building, is called the Hippie Dippy Pool. It's right next to the 1960s building, as you can probably imagine. So all of the decor is very hippie-themed, you know, summer of love. Guess it fits in for me as a San Franciscan. But it's it's bold. It's huge. You know, none of the values have got any of these sort of extra features like a water slide or like a water playground. It's just a big pool. But it feels better, I guess, than what it actually is just because the theming is so fun. The music that's playing is fun. It feels like a vibrant pool scene. And so it's definitely... I think the most popular of the value pools um, at any of the resorts at Walt Disney World. And I always have a lot of fun when I have gone there. And I know it was a hit with your kids a couple of years ago, Joe, when you guys stayed there. So so that's kind of the big draw. There are two smaller pools. There's one in the 1950s section called the bowling pool. And then in the 1990s section called the computer pool. So you have those smaller side pools as well if you kind of just want a quick dip near to your hotel room. So... Not like no frills, but honestly, kids don't need frills for the pool. They just need someplace cool to go. So that is the pools. Um, that covers the main aspects of Pop Century that you need to think about. But let's talk about, Leslie, as we do with all of our hotel overviews. You know, why should you or should you not stay at Pop Century? You know, what are the reasons? Although I feel like we have pretty much shown our hand already about why you should stay there. Yeah, so I guess I already said best of the value pools, in my opinion, you've got that Skyliner access. Those to me are why I end up staying at Pop Century more than any other value. I mean, the location being a little bit better than the All-Stars and sort of also the improved chance of being away from the traveling groups of teens. Although I shouldn't like start mocking this traveling groups of teens because like I'm now about to enter that stage. My kid is going to be in the traveling groups of teens. So let's just hope she's of the well-behaved variety, she and her friends going forward. But yeah, I think in terms of of that, the Skyliner location and then just the theming and, and the pools make it a lot of fun and, and always the one that I look at. I also should say, I sometimes find it it's more available than a lot of other resorts. Sometimes when I'm looking last minute, like there's still Pop Century most of the time. And that's why I've ended up staying there more than any other resort. I think just the size of it, um, the sheer size of it, and the fact that so many of the room types work for my family, it's, um, it's available. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely agree with that. In terms of why not to stay there, the rooms do feel like a little bit tight. Like they don't feel, and it, and it's just really, I think, again, Ikea is the perfect way. I have a lot of Ikea furniture, by the way. I'm not hating. But uh, it is just very no frills, very basic, bare bones. does feel a little bit like a hotel, uh, excuse me, motel um, accommodations. And so if you want something nicer, if you want something a little bit more comfortable, um, 
maybe this is not the place to go. I will note though that Caribbean Beach still has the like air conditioners that are attached to the wall thing. Whereas Pop Century, you know, this is very random and esoteric, but Pop Century has like central air conditioning. Um, so it feels cooler than, uh, you know, or less issues, I guess is the way to say it um, with that. So that's nice. But other than that, you know, at the moderates, the rooms are going to feel nicer, a little bit more comfortable. Obviously, the deluxes um, is going to be the next level above that. So if you are a no frills kind of person, Pop Century is the place for you. But if you need like any sort of creature comforts, uh, you may want to avoid it. And if your kids, I, I think all kids will enjoy all pools. But if you would rather them have a slide, a better water play area, that kind of stuff, then you might be wanting to look at Pop Century. Yeah, I totally agree. I think the only time I, I wouldn't stay there is if I was planning a real Magic Kingdom centric vacation with my family. I mean, my kids now like all of the parks and we, you know, actually are probably spending more time at Hollywood Studios and Epcot. So that Skyliner um, station makes sense for us. But but I think some people, especially in maybe the preschooler, young elementary age, like are really focused and fixated on Magic Kingdom. And it's far from that. So that's something to keep in mind. Oh, actually, you bring up another good point, which is there is only one bus stop and, you know, the resort is, you know, we complain about places like Caribbean Beach or Coronado Springs having like six bus stops, but that means you have to walk less to get to the bus stop. If you end up in like a further room and like I haven't quite figured it out yet, Leslie, um, this is the first resort overview we've recorded since Disney World switched to just having resort view, water view theme park view as like the room designations um, for pop. It's just standard or preferred. And so you kind of have to, you want to request a room through touring plans that's closer towards the central areas um, in order to, you know, not have to walk as far to the bus. But if you get, you know, a room that's further away, then that's a pretty long walk um, every day. Yeah, totally agree. All right, Joe. Well, let's close this Pop Century episode out with our traditional Disney do or don't. What do you have for us? Yeah, so my Disney do is very simple. Uh, we mentioned it, but we didn't talk about it very much. But Art of Animation, the sister resort, is right across Hourglass Lake from Pop Century. Um, the, actually, the Skyliner Station is in the middle in like an island or a land bridge connecting the two resorts. Definitely do check out Art of Animation while you're staying at Pop Century. Number one, the theming is very cute and it's nice to walk around. But number two, especially if you're on a longer stay, their food court has different foods, a little bit more international options. I think it's called Landscapes of Flavor or something like that. Um, so you can definitely mix things up and get different food if you're sick of eating the same stuff from the Pop Century food court every single day. So check out Art of Animation. It's right there. Um, it's a quick walk over, you know, after you come back from the parks, or maybe you're too tired then, but you know, definitely check it out. Uh, it's worth seeing and it's fun. You know, the reason why I prefer Pop Century's rooms over the Little Mermaid rooms, which are the same type of room, but Little Mermaid themed at Art of Animation is one, Art of Animation is more expensive. And two, the Little Mermaid rooms are always going to be the furthest walk from the Skyliner buses and things like that. So stay at Pop Century, save some money, it's going to be the same level of comfort, but then walk over to Art of Animation and enjoy the theming over there. Totally agree. 
All right. Well, that does it for our Pop Century overview. If you have stayed there, please let us know. DisneyDeciphered at gmail.com, at www.deciphered on Twitter. Or you can find us on Facebook and Instagram, Disney Deciphered. Of course, you can find us on YouTube now, youtube.com slash at Disney Deciphered. Leslie, where can people find your work? I am tripswithtikes.com and at tripswithtikes everywhere on social media. What about you, Joe? You can find me at As Joe Flies on social media and also email me, Joseph Chung at travelmation.net if you're looking to book a trip. But yes, thank you everyone for listening to this episode. And other than that, Leslie, thank you for taking the time to talk to me. And I'll see you booking a last minute trip to Pop Century. Thanks, Joe.